0: listening to the fantasy sports radio network you worked all week work 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 you didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups son of a b- but don't be afraid <laughs> that's why we give you weekend fantasy update
1: Thank you very much. Prince, on the Raging Redhead Camp Stewart, along with Long Island Rage, George Kurtz. This is Weekend Fantasy Update. We talk sports. We talk about gambling lines. We put DFS lineups together and a whole lot more. You guys got a question for me and George? You can call us too. Hopefully, we'll give you the right winners. George, what's happening, buddy? I'm going to tell you, we got a couple basketball games tipping off for everyone. So if you want to get those in, 1205, that Marquette game, Marquette minus three, 142 is the total. And uh, yeah, a whole slew of action. And what a crazy, crazy uh, week it was for uh, uh, college basketball. I'll tell you, George, I usually don't like uh, the kiss of death, but um, I didn't mean to do it. Gabe and I were doing a show and uh, Duke was playing North Carolina that night in the biggest uh, game in uh, state rivalry. You know, North Carolina was a big nine point pooch that we were on and things were good. I remember just before the game, I go up and I'm thinking about Morenci. I got futures on the Virginia Cavaliers. I'm like, I kind of need something bad to happen to Duke. I felt like crap when Zion Williamson's sneaker basically ripped off in half and I thought he broke his ankle. It's just a minor ankle sprain, but uh yeah, the voodoo power. And then morenzi brought up a good point. Why didn't you use it on the Patriots uh, in the Super Bowl instead of a regular season basketball game? I said, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I'm not the brightest guy, buddy.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, his, his poor sneaker exploded, man. Uh, I'm sorry Nike's real thrilled about that. <laughs> I yeah, think that's I It was a cheaper model, down. too.
1: Yeah, it's and one of cheaper down models, the cheaper models, the PG2. Yeah, no, I looked at it. I'm like... So you're telling me, like, uh, that's some, what, sweatshop stitching there. Like, a, a, I don't care what you're doing or what kind of athlete, a shoe should not, that should never happen. Like, that's not just, like, no, a little hole, like, the whole thing. Like, you, can get, that's ridiculous. Just chelsea, that's shoddy. Yeah, like,
2: like, someone had some C4 in there.
0: It
2: <laughs> exploded on him. Yeah, that, was, uh, that was wild. Even I saw that. That was, like, whoa. That's something you, know, something you don't see every day. You just don't see a shoe just to really disintegrate
1: like that in any uh, major sport. Yeah, it was weird. Very, very odd there, George. I'm going to go through some college, and then me and you, we can talk about, you talk about the betting lines, and we'll go over some NHL. We have some games this afternoon, but upcoming basketball, good games at 2 o'clock. Ohio State at Maryland. Maryland, top 25 team, five and a half, minus 245. Small lean to Maryland there in that game. Georgia Tech plus seven and a half at Miami minus seven and a half I like Miami Florida to win that game not sure if they're going to cover if you want minus 345 you could put it in some parlays a great game at two o'clock in the big 12 Iowa State minus two against TCU lean to the cyclones there and uh, West Virginia Baylor Baylor minus 12 West Virginia horrible horrible season for uh, you know Bobby Huggins huggy Bear and the West Virginia Mountaineers just not the same team they were before and uh, now getting 12 points on the road against Baylor I kind of want to step up. That's a lot of points, but I don't think I will, George. And uh, I put my money where my mouth is in this uh, game coming up at 1 o'clock. I actually, and and I'm on my bookie right now, and the line just keeps on climbing, and I kind of like that right now. Coming off a big win, the Washington Capitals, who beat the Leafs, now in Buffalo. I know it's Buffalo, it's Buffalo, but I'm seeing a home dog here, George, at uh, 105, uh, getting 25 cents. Washington, minus one and a half on the puck line, plus 200 if you like them to win by two. Buffalo, plus one and a half goals, minus 250, as I mentioned. Capitals, 45 cent favorites. Buffalo, plus 125, total six flat, George. I'm on the Sabres. Maybe I'm crazy.
2: Yeah, I think I might vote for the crazy. i have vote taking the Sabres <laughs> and
1: that voice. But, uh... Rick Jennerette? I think I do. Is that what I sound like, George? The population of Pommonville... <laughs> <laughs> not bad not bad actually I interviewed Jenner I gave him the voice he goes is that what I sound like he says a lot of people have tried but I did uh, not a bad one better better than most George not perfect but better than most no no that, that's actually good that's actually good
2: <laughs> I always uh, got a kick I, I can't remember the Pittsburgh uh, announcer
0: scratch my back with a hacksaw
2: lag uh, stuff like that I, yeah, he's good. yes that's he's it he's very good he's good that's, that's intriguing uh, I kind of enjoy that uh, but I think taking the Sabres today is Somewhat dangerous. They've been an up and down team. We don't know what they're going to do. Washington made those two trades. You know, once again, I understand they're not the uh, big time trades here, but they uh, they did add Carl Haglund, Gave up a 19th uh, third round pick, 26th round pick. Once again, Haglin adds speed. You can see what Washington believes in. That they believe they need speed. Uh, they also added uh, Nick Jensen and a 2019 fifth round pick. I love that Nancy move. Bowie. That's and a very underrated speed. move. Speed. Yeah, I think this is what they're underrated. looking for here. You know, I, I, I'm I'm guessing most teams, you know, when they make these trades, uh, if they don't get the best player on the market, they're looking for certain players to attack certain teams. And I think these uh, this is aimed at Tampa Bay for their speed and what they can do. You know, Tampa Bay is not a rough and tumble team; they're a uh, skill team. So you need very speed true. and skill to keep up with them. So I think that's Ed what Washington- we are looking for
1: here. Washington's tougher. Like, they they have some edge. Like, even Ovechkin, he's a guy who's great, but he'll still p- put you into the boards. Tom Wilson, some call a goon, but he's a good hockey player. The guy could still play, and when he wants to put it together, he can either knock you out or score goals. Like, that's the thing I, lo- I looked at. The Capitals are very rough, very uh, playoff-ready. Excellent point you bring up. Like, they already have the grit that I look for in a playoff team, but these two additions, kind of under the radar, very, very sneaky for Washington. I
2: love what you said about A.O. I mean, Ao the Great Eight. He's a guy who can play in any era. He's not afraid to bang. Right? He's nope. not afraid to bang. He's been he's towed the line a couple of times as well. Probably gone actually past the line as far as suspension worthy hits are concerned. But he likes to hit. He's a guy you know. Granted, he may not always you know come back hard on defense. But he, he's a guy who's not afraid to bang. Not afraid to go into the corners. I think he even likes a part of that game. I think it gets him fired up more. So I've always respected that about Ao. The fact that he'll go, you know, he'll do a, you know, he'll do the dirty work. He'll bang. He's not afraid. Not a phrase. Not one of these guys who doesn't want to get touched and cries when anybody, somebody breathes on him. Uh, good for him. So I like that as well. Tom Wilson, you put it perfectly. Uh, yes, he's probably one of the top two players in the NHL. You hate him and Brad Marchand. They've both done a lot of dirty things. There, I certainly, I would call them both dirty players. Uh, and but they both can play. That's what always been me about this. They both can play. Why do you need to do that stuff, especially Tom Wilson? It's not like Wilson can't handle himself in a fight. He's a big guy. He can fight. You see him destroy people in fights. So why do you do the illegal stuff? You know, I, I never understood that. Marshawn is, uh, is one of the reasons why Marshawn's even more annoying is because he doesn't fight. You know, he does all this illegal crap, and then you know has someone else to stick up for him. You know, Marshawn's a kind of player. Back in you know in the seventies and eighties, he wouldn't be able to play because he'd get killed for what he did. You know, he wouldn't be able to get away with that. The, the game would police itself nowadays the game is different, which is why certain players can get away with these. Uh, shenanigans shall we call them even though uh they're not uh you know it's just not cool it's not not really cool at all what no it's not cool
1: it's not cool he's a dick and the thing about it is like i don't care who you are like if some grown man came up to me in a hockey game and licked my face i would snap like I would absolutely punching. I, like, I don't I, uh, I I I that's the thing George I'm not a very violent person like when I play it took a lot to fire me up like cheap shots on the legs hits from behind cross check to the back or the head you know then eventually you just snap and go it's on if that guy did that to me I literally would st- like and that's the thing, like teammates, you got to play with them and stuff. But that's just the things that that guy does. He's just a punk like he, he, he's a punk and he needs to get somebody in the league needs to teach him a lesson. Like I would love to see him. I don't wish pain upon many people, but uh, he needs to get beat up badly for, for all the dumb stuff he's done. somebody has got to teach him a lesson. Never seems to be taught that lesson. That's the problem.
2: You know, and, and the hockey rink I played at, and I, st- uh, I still do play at. I played there uh, a lot during the, uh, the 90s, uh, in, the in the early 2000s. And uh, listen, you, you knew what what, what you could get away with and what you couldn't get away with. And there were dirty players down there. It was a men's hockey league. There were dirty players. And uh, But the thing is, you know, and this is, I ref then too. So I used, to, I used to always tell my teammates what, what this ref will call, what this ref won't call. So that you would know it. And I, what, what you would, would be suspended for and what you wouldn't be suspended for. always told anybody, don't hit anybody in the head. That's an automatic suspension. It's just not worth it. But you could do other things. I mean, there was this one guy you know, I was playing in a game, and he was a dirty player. And I forget what he did to me, but it was he did it to me late in the game, and we were losing five-two, about two minutes left. We weren't going to win the game. I took my stick and I broke it over his legs. You know, and I, and I <laughs> thought about it before I did it. You know, A, the stick had a hairline crack in it anyway. So the stick died a hero. I was going to have to replace it anyway. Broke it over his legs. We felt it, it hurt, and I wouldn't be suspended for it. Yes, I got a major penalty, two and a half minutes. Uh, uh, I didn't care. Game was over. We were already losing, and we weren't going to come back and score three goals in two minutes. I didn't care. So you have to think before you do things, and Marshawn doesn't. Because if someone licking me in the face, I think it would just be a reaction to hit them. You know, at the point punch. Yeah, I, that's uh, what I'm what saying. What would you like, do? they
1: like, that's the, that's the thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, you know, I, I told you about like when I was younger, Eric Cairns beat the crap out of you guys, guys, a giant, like, yeah, I've been beat up by a couple guys who played in the NHL and you know, you're, you're, you're you could live with that. Some guy comes up and licks me. Like that's uh, that's the thing. It's, it's almost more pathetic. It's, it's kind of like a punk, like who spits at you or does something like that. That stuff bothers me more than like anything else and words, you know, getting punched in the face. Like if you spit at me or like lick me or something like that, that's where I go. I, that's where I go ballistic. That's that's when the that's when the switch gets turned off. And that's what I don't like about this guy. You know, it's, it's funny. Don Cherry's worried about, uh, you know, the Carolina Hurricane celebration and shit like that. Because Mark plays on the Bruins. They talk about it a little bit or whatever. But if that's any other guy but a Boston Bruin, he's going bananas. Not just going, oh, you know, uh, uh, don't disrespect me. Like I am mean, going nuts. Like it just to have a, a, a kind of a minor reaction to something like that. George, and you're a referee. Like that takes it up a notch, a level of of, of like being a prick. That he's off the charts.
2: Yeah, luckily, when I everybody has to wear a cage or a full visor in the leagues I ref, so uh, I don't have to have to worry about that as much. But spitting has happened. You know, it's tough. It's tough for a rep to see that, by the way, uh, for obvious reasons, unless you're right there. Uh, you know, and that's once again, it's not cool. Once again, even when I rep, it's funny when I ref. I tell teams, listen, I'm 50 years old. You guys want to fight. I ain't breaking up crap. All right. You think I you think I'm going to give up, uh, you know, chicken a of getting hurt uh, for this. You're out of your mind. Yeah, I make good money. I don't make that good money where I'm breaking up fights. You guys want to go, go. All I'm going to do is what refs in hockey do. I'm just going to watch it. I'm going to take notes. Okay, this guy's getting five minutes, seven minutes. No? That's all refs do in hockey. If you, if you go, you know, you got to break it out. Actually, no, refs don't break up fights. They don't in any NHL. What makes you think we do here? It's not my job description to break up fights. You want to go, go. I'll be entertained like everybody else. You know, and there have been times, uh, and it's, it's amazing. And, uh, and all, this is all walks of life, but people just don't realize that sometimes you're dealing with someone who doesn't give a crap. And uh, one of the strongest guys point. at the hockey rink, he was... Right, he's one of the strongest guys in the hockey. Room. wasn't a huge guy, bigger than me. He's about five nine, five ten, uh, but was, I mean, really strong, built like a tank, and really strong, good player. Really, he's a, good, a friend of mine and a good natured guy off the rink. But he was playing a team once, and they had, they had a dirty player, this skinny guy, could weigh more than one hundred twenty pounds. But he did something dirty. I forget exactly what it was. He did something really dirty to the, the strong guy. The strong guy just went after and put him in a headlock. And I am, I, I just one I did get involved. I'm trying to break this because he's going to kill him. He going to choke him out. And I am praying. <laughs> with the guy who had him. I mean, I'm, I'm actually on the ground. We you know it's we. I'm on the ground with him. I'm Billy, let him go, Billy. Please, let him. Billy, you're killing him. Please let him go. You know, and uh, finally, after pleading with him, he did. But I was, I was thinking, you know, if that's I wasn't best, friends yeah. with him, it was another ref who didn't know him. Because some guys don't realize. There are guys who are snap. I had a teammate once tell me, this is during a game, he goes, uh, if we're losing tonight, you know, uh, I'm, I'm away for a month. We have three games in this month. I'm, I know the suspension I'll get will be three games. I'm going yeah, with the so and so player. I'm like, oh crap, because he was dead serious. Because he needs nothing. I just didn't care. And he, he actually, he goes, he, he did tell me, I'm only gonna do it if we're losing and we can't win. But I'm going after a certain, certain player, a dirty player on the other team who does a lot of dirty, you know, he's the best player in the league, Marshawn type. And uh, sure enough, they, they were a great team. They were beating us something like five two late. And I see him behind it. I'm on the I'm on the rink with them doing the Hassan chop sticks over his head and he comes right down on the other player's uh, hand. I thought he would have broke his wrist or broke his hand. He must have caught the glove. Because he uh, he didn't didn't do any damage. And the funny thing was, refs didn't call for whatever reason. I don't know how you missed it. It was behind the play. But the other player chased him down the rink, and he got the penalty. It was just hilarious. But uh, uh, just what I mean, some players in certain games, they don't care. And they're looking to get even once the game's out of hand. Oh, for sure. That's what I'll never understand. Never understand people will do that.
1: That's the thing about hockey, too. So, if you did that in life, you know, you're having a bad day. You're just walking across the street. Oh, I don't look, I don't like the look of that guy. I just, uh, you know, his grocery bag bothers me. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, punch him in the face. Like you do, you do that in real life. It's assault. It's amazing. It's amazing what you can get away with. And like some of these guys who know that stuff, the difference between real life, George, and things that you've seen like inside arena, some of these guys would go to jail for the things they do. Right. You know what I mean? If you did that to a regular guy outside of an arena, You'd be uh, charged with assault a lot of the time. That's the thing. It's a whole different world in there.
2: Yeah. And back in the day, that never happened. Nowadays, it does happen more. It's rare, but the way these guys, McSorley and stuff like that, uh, where they could be charged. Uh, Bertuzzi and all the crap that happened there, uh, where you could be charged. And listen, I am pretty much a guy that what happens in the, uh, the arena stays in the arena, but there are some things that are past that. And once again, what McSorley did with Brashear, hitting him in the head with a stick, yeah, that probably has to go criminal. Bertuzzi attacking the guy and ruining his career, yes, probably had to, had to go criminal, stuff like that. As I said most things I'm fine with; it is part of the game. But when you go, when you when you're literally doing an assault, you know, something, especially with a guy who's not well, uh, not ready for it or not that kind of player, not that kind of fighter. I don't appreciate fighters fighting non-fighters. You know, that that I don't, uh, I don't, I don't believe in it at all. You should if you're not, a, you know, if I play hockey, I'm not a fighter. I don't expect to have a guy who's at a fight, come and beat the crap out of me. I wouldn't be able, to, I wouldn't be able to give him a contest. He'd kill me. You know, I don't like that. Once again, willing combatants though. Hey, go for it. Let's see what happens.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, we're going to uh, go through the rest of the board there, but one or more early game at the 1 o'clock. And we talked about this one, uh, George. We'll, uh, we can talk about it on the other side after we take the break, too. But two games at 105, Washington and Buffalo go off in this game. Rangers, I'm on my bookie. This line opened at 150, uh, 1 minus 150, George, but because of Zuccarello and the other three uh, guys with the Rangers out today, the line has dropped. I'm seeing a buck 30 out there. Big line movement 20 cents, Rangers minus 130, Devils plus 120. You can't bet the Rangers. I mean, uh, I don't
2: this is sort of a sense a case? Can you make a case, the make a case Remember, for the Devils?
1: Can you make a case for the
2: Devils there? Yes. Plus 120? Not bad. This is but this is what I did the other night. When it was it was Devils versus Ottawa. Ottawa sat everybody. And I went I went hard on the Devils. My only problem is this. Lundquist. Devils don't have the offense. Lundquist could have a great game. It could be a one nothing game 2-1. That wouldn't shock me. And then I lose. I don't know if I can cover the goal in half. Yeah, so that's the only reason I'm not doing this. Yeah. I think the Rangers, even with those three players sitting, are still a better team than the Senators, plus it's at the Garden, plus this is a rivalry game. So for that, yeah, for good. all those reasons, I'm not touching this game. But uh,
1: the under looks uh, – Yeah, I was going to say six. What about the six? You're going to take a shot with the under? Keep digging. Under six. That seems high. Six. I can be talked into it. I can be half. talked
2: into it. I would have made it five and I, a half too. If they are uh, going to lower the spread, why not uh, do the
1: under as well? Well, all we're right. Go through we're the rest of the board. Get
2: to the break. Yeah, he, is. He,
1: he sounds nervous. We'll go through the rest of the board. It's weekend fantasy update. Me and Kurtz. Wow. Well, thank you very much there, Prince. <laughs> Prince, he's shredding. I'm Cam Stewart along with George Kurtz. This weekend fantasy update. Talking a little bit of hockey betting right now. We'll go through the board. The basketball games early wave have tipped off. I'll get you a score update a little bit later, but George and I are going through the early games right now. As we mentioned, games at 105, guys, and uh, if you're going to play uh, FanDuel or DraftKings, there's a two-game slate uh, with Washington at Buffalo and New Jersey at the Rangers. And then basically, George, uh, after that, first, before we get, into the four o'clock game. I I think my my strategy today, um, it seems like the old uh, bet two dogs, if one of them wins, you win money. I also like where George is going, guys. He's sinking under in this Rangers-Devils game. Rangers sitting out a lot of people today before the trade deadline. Uh, Lundquist, uh, yes, they've been playing. The Devils have been getting better goaltending recently too. They've kind of uh, tightened things up. Six seems a little bit high, George, and I think I might take uh, uh, the two-step with the New Jersey Devils and uh, Buffalo. Buffalo plus 125, New Jersey plus 120. If one of them wins, we make units and start the day. If both win, you're in a bonus situation. I like doing that with uh, two games that I like when you look at the dog if they both come in uh you're laughing and you split you're still making money that's the way to do it plus money buddy
2: woof woof right woof woof indeed uh, yeah i'm liking i'm liking the under in the range game more and more because now you are thinking about it. devils listen, these aren't two high scoring teams anyway and you're taking away the three best play of well, at least three of the best top four plays for the Rangers, uh, Chris Kreider's still there. Uh, you mentioned yeah. Schneider's playing well. I'll I'll assume he's starting. I will look up for everybody to make sure that it's, it is Schneider versus Slump. But in uh, in this game, I would assume it is rivalry game. These two teams aren't exactly big time fans of each other, so it could be an entertainment game, entertaining game at that as well. I don't know. I, I can't do Buffalo though. By the way, I'm sorry. It's Alexander Gorgiev for the Rangers, not the uh, Henrik oh. Lundqvist. It is Schneider for the Devils. That's a little bit of a surprise. Once again, they're back-to-back games. So Lundqvist gets Washington tomorrow. Lucky him. Uh, and by the way, that'll be a game to bet. Washington, Who's in that for uh, Buffalo? Without... Is it Hutton? Buffalo. Actually, let's check this game. I think it is. I think I saw it earlier. It is Hutton, but I will double-check. Washington, uh, Holtby versus Hutton. And it is indeed. Okay. So we have yeah, the I'll starters take- in
1: that game. I'll take a shot. I I just think it's just one of those. This this is the thing, George. And this is what betting like it was a it, to me. It was very. It was like the Dallas game. Like the Dallas game played the. Uh, they played Dallas played St. Louis. Everybody was on St. Louis just to ride out the streak. I thought it was a good spot for Dallas. In the last game, too, especially I liked what I saw before that. St. Louis was up 2 nothing. They actually got outplayed. The Leafs tied it up, and they lost in overtime. I thought, you know what? It was a, It's a great chance to fade a team like that in the next game, and it worked, especially on the road, and Dallas kicked their ass that game. It's just a spot where Washington's been on the road a little bit, feeling good, trip to the Hockey Hall of Fame. I think this is the game that kind of catches up with them. I think they sleepwalked this afternoon. That's why I'm like Buffalo. It's not... Hey, I know Washington laying 50 cents. Yes, they're a better team than Buffalo. They'll probably win this game, you know, seven times, 7.2 times or whatever out of 10. But I just think it's a good spot for Buffalo. They're getting a uh, take back. I like take back. I like where you're going with the Devils um, under in this game. Hopefully we we'll get some goaltending. They've been playing. Devils have been playing better defense. And the next game, this is where I come back. This is where I come back to the Blues. They let me down before, uh, you know what I mean? Or sorry, they didn't actually let me down. Dallas won, so I was good going against them. I thought the Leafs would beat them the night before. I was wrong there, but now Boston is a very good team. This game is a straight pick Boston Boston at St. Louis, one ten either either way, guys. Right down the middle, five and a half is your over under, George. I like St. Louis Blues in this game to rebound at home after losing to Dallas. Boston's won seven straight. They're good. I mean, they're they're, they're hot. hot. They're, teams. Teams. they're playing yeah, so they're well. Really hot teams, I know they are.
2: They're right, good. they're playing so well without uh, David Pasternak. It's almost like they're trying to prove to the world that screw them. You know, we, we can win without him. Which us and I don't think they can. And I think I Boston can't. has to make a big move by Monday. that This is the Charlie Coyle for Ted Donato deal that they made with Minnesota. All right, nice deal. You know, you got Coyle. Who I think will be better <laughs> for you this year. I think long term, Donato yeah. may be the better player, but he's not the answer to your problems, Coyle. He's not. You still have to make a big deal with it. Some Stone Sim and somebody to help out that second line. I think I think it ha- almost has to be Stone, assuming the Breadman Panarin's not going to be dealt now by Columbus. That's my uh, uh, take there. I'm not touching this game. I think go and half either way. Uh, if anything, I, I, I might take Borson plus one and a half, but I don't think I'm touching it. I, I keep looking at the over under five and a half though. Does that seem low to you? I mean, I know the goalies are good, but damn. These two teams could score
1: goals as well. That that over yeah. <laughs> is looking more enticing to me. I'm gonna look at it, but I, I've also known too. The Blues, it's weird. They play they they play these games at home, and you know what I mean against the Leafs. It was three to two. Like they're they're actually like winning a lot of these lower scoring games. Boston could do the same thing. They kind of like a Python. They can suffocate you on the road and try to turn it into a two to one type of game. But you're right. You know what I mean. And the crazy thing is, George, when I'm looking at this game, not just five and a half. Yeah, so five and a half. You're getting ten. You're getting ten cents to the over. Like you know what I mean. Like you lay thirty on on the under. Like you're getting money with the over so if you get six goals in this game you're getting take back it's very very inviting I'm not going to pull the trigger yet but uh, I'm going to do a little bit more on them it's because of the goal then I guess with uh, how hot Bennington's been there they worry about uh, you know a, a three to two type of game a two to one type of game instead of four to two but hey if it's three to two we get that empty netter that's six you win very hard to take an under at five and a half
2: Oh, yeah, I, I definitely can't take the under. Not unless <laughs> I thought these two teams weren't going to score goals at all here. I'm tempted by the over. I am really. I mean, I think, that's, I think it should be six. Six, I probably wouldn't touch it. I think five and a half. My God, it's 3-2 with an empty net. 4-2. I can see that. I can, I, I can almost see yeah. that in my head where the, the, the empty net are going in and I win. I'm celebrating at about 6-30, 6-45. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to pull the trigger on this, but it's something I'm going to think about. But uh, I don't like – it's funny. I don't like any of the spreads in the first couple of games. I don't. Uh, even though I said I don't uh, I wouldn't uh, I don't agree with you on Buffalo. It's not like I'm in love at Washington or I'm not touching it. Right now I'm leading as far as the early afternoon games, the uh under with the Devils Rangers and the over with uh, Bruins Blues. That's where I'm going with right now.
1: Yeah, I could I could buy into that, George. You make you make a good you make a good case too with the three two usually get that empty netter and uh, you can win that bet there get the take back. I like where, I like where you're going. I'm not touching the total in this game, just the side. The Blues are going to be on the card next game five oh five. I think this game is going to make my card too. Carolina, you know what I mean? They've been playing pretty good hockey. They're they're getting wins when they when they need to. They're an interesting team. They give up a lot of goals. See this one, I'm kind of interested in the over. It's five and a half right now too. Exactly the same plus ten to the over. Carolina. Carolina minus 105 Dallas minus 115 almost a pick situation I like the stars in this game playing playing at home I think they can get it done and I, it's a pick all right
2: couple things for you uh one uh, I, I hate to go back to a game we just talked about but I'm looking at uh left wing lock now Jake Allen is projected not confirmed but projected okay. to be the starter for the Blues Blue here now I'm definitely oh, going over all right. That that was that good. It it. Remember the last he, time, though, George? He was. He, he was. Did he not? But it wasn't, it, wasn't against he? The, it wasn't against the Bruins team. It was against the Wild, That's I believe. i a good point. I'm, surpri- I'm really surprised about this, camp because they play the Wild tomorrow on back-to-back. You know, so I don't know why you would just put him against the Wild again. I don't know if something's up with Bin- Binnington. I don't know. Or maybe this weekend we can give him an extra day of rest. I don't know. But I'm surprised why he wouldn't have Jake Allen, because this is the third weekend in a row that the Blues have played back-to-back Saturday and Sunday. And the prior two weekends, Allen played on Sunday. Won both. One was a so-so game against Nashville, and the other one was a shutout against Minnesota. I don't know why he wouldn't just have me uh, play Minnesota again tomorrow. So that's, it makes me wonder if something's going on here that we don't quite know about. But like I said, he's projected, not confirmed. So we don't know for sure here. Something, once again, you'll need to check by game time. But if he is confirmed, I, listen, I understand he's played okay of late and then had to shut out, but he's not Bennington. Okay. I'm not playing as well as Bennington. I'll definitely go the over. And might I even force me to put another unit on the, the over in this game?
1: yeah no, that's the thing I, I I think this is the game. I look I look at Boston and St. Louis and I'm thinking five and a half you could make a case for the I, I like Carolina Dallas over though like I, maybe hey if you bet both overs in the game, I think things are gonna go really, really well there. um Dallas, I, I, i'm I'm gonna take my chances with the stars uh, to get it done. George five oh five. We got the Kings. Hello, the Kings and the Panthers. You don't see uh, Florida laying a buck 70. The Panthers are big favorites in this game. Minus one and a half, plus 150. If you like them to crush the Kings, Kings plus one and a half, minus 180, minus 170. Kings plus 150. Another, George, it's it's interesting as we go down the the four and five o'clock Eastern slate. Another total, five and a half. Kings and uh, Panthers, what do you think about this one? Panthers should win. I don't like laying 70 cents.
2: Uh, Once again, I'll bring this up with uh, each of the last two games. Ben Bishop, this will be his first start. Once again, projected, not uh, confirmed yet. This will be his first start in about two weeks, coming back from the injury. He did return earlier this week as a backup. Uh, I wonder if that could scare you away a little bit. Uh, it doesn't me. Yeah. Mind you, I agree. I'm going with the Stars as well here, uh, mainly because it's on the road. I Listen, I love the way the Canes have played, but I'll take the Stars with Ben Bishop at home. And Luongo is coming back after about a week off. Uh, once again, he can return as a backup as well because of a death in the family. He was away from the team. So I wonder if that could scare a little bit here. Panthers, I think this one's a little strange. I understand uh, the Kings haven't played all that well, but should the Panthers really be a minus a goal and a half against anybody? Especially a minus 180?
1: I mean, when they when yeah. did they become this great team? That's another thing, and I, and we we have the package. We watch all the games. i got to tell you something, and I've been really noticing this, and I don't want to talk about conspiracy theories. I'm just going to tell you, like, you know what? I'm going to be a straight shooter and tell you what I think. I'm watching Florida games. It's unbelievable the way... The league, in my opinion, is trying to help this team. They get the benefit of calls all the time. The Habs game, I'm still sour about it that night where they gave Florida power play after power play after power play. It's almost like they look for other things on the fans. There's nobody in the damn seats there. Tudobin with Dallas was joking about, what is this, an NHL exhibition game? There's nobody in Florida yet. These guys continue to get calls. They continue to win the games. Nah, I'm not laying 70 cents with these guys, but George, I'm telling you, like it almost seems like the league is kind of gives Florida a push, in my opinion. I'm not sure, you know, I other people are like, oh, come on, Cam, whatever. No, I'm dead serious. Like, they don't, they don't help your team. They don't help the Leafs. They don't help the Islanders. They don't help the, the Canadians. Those teams already have asses in seats. They already have beer companies running the show. They don't need it. Florida needs it, and I'm telling you, I watch their games. They get more calls. It's unbelievable.
2: Well, they don't get enough calls, right? Their, what are they? 10th of the conference or something uh, around those uh, levels. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably the team that's frustrated me the most this year. Home. Home. I thought they'd be a what, better Florida? team? Yeah, yeah. Barkov's I mean, good. Look at that. Right. get good players. Barkov, the that's Ro- you Jack, Huda. They added Hoffman, Rucia, yeah. who's a really good player. Yeah. It doesn't make it. Keith Hino's having a fantastic year.
1: He is. You know. He is. Oh,
2: yeah. like I said, they're, they're a team that's disappointed me the most. I thought they'd be in the playoffs. I thought they were a team. All right, maybe not give Tampa Bay a right. run, but uh, maybe that give Toronto and Boston a run. You know, because they had they had that kind of talent. You know, we didn't even mention Plaids there. He's a good defenseman. I thought Luongo would at least give you one more serviceable year. Granted, only about fifty starts because he's always hurt. But uh, I- I'm just I'm disappointed. In the bottom, that's just the bottom line. Here. I'm disappointed with this team. I expected more, and I've gotten less. So, uh, man, if they are getting the benefit of the calls, that- that's even scarier. There are five hundred. Just at home, at
1: George. I just notice it when they're at home. They t- they tend to, like, it just seems to me, it's like one of those things, I guess, trying to get people out for Florida. Like, on the road, it's a whole different story. It doesn't really matter. I just notice them when they're at home. In these type of situations, they they seem to get the benefit. That's just that's just my what I say, you know. Maybe I'm nuts, but I, I, I see it. And you're right, though. Florida should be a hell of a lot better than they are. Uh, 70 cents against the Kings. The Kings aren't very good, but I'm also not laying 70 cents with this team. Do you have an opinion of the total? Five and a half?
2: No, because the Kings sometimes can't score goals. I mean, uh, Kopitaro, no. This, this could be 4-1. Yeah. It wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me at all. Uh, so, no, I'm not touching this. Uh, not, I'm going to leave this game alone here. Uh, I also wonder, does this play a part into any of your thinking when it comes to betting? Are you worried about teams? I mean, we think the Kings. We've already discussed the Rangers, sitting Zuccarellos, sitting uh, Hay, sitting McQuaid. Certain teams will have players who won't sit, but maybe they're, these players are already thinking Kovalchuk could be dealt. It's unlikely because I don't know who's taking on yeah. that contract without yeah, the Kings taking them. on another bad contract. But certainly he could be out there. Kings could be looking to deal other people. right? They've already made some deals here. So does it bother you with teams that are out of it that may be looking? Florida, we've heard that Hoffman could be on the move. We've heard that Huberto, granted the is more, it seems like, an off-season move rather than an in-season but does it bother you when you think about betting these games? Do you take, I mean, how much do you take into, uh, that into consideration when you don't, when you assume they're going to play? It's not announced like the Rangers sitting all those guys. If so these guys are going to play, does it still bother you or is in the back of your mind how much consideration do you give about? oh, well, you know, I'm betting on a team that these players may be thinking about where they're going to go on Monday. Maybe their maybe their head's not fully in the game.
1: Yeah, it's something to think about, George. But I'll tell you one thing that I left on the table. Kind of like, you know, when I when I see I'm kind of the opposite of people and it usually works this this year, i some I got a little bit of cobwebs in my head and I'm overthinking things too much. Like a perfect example was the Anaheim game. They had a third string goalie in there and I'm on Vancouver and they beat Vancouver one to nothing with a shutout. It was a new coach, like all those angles. I don't mind you know what I like. Actually, I don't mind guys like when players, when they have injuries on teams, I like to bet on teams with call ups for the first game or two. They're playing with total adrenaline, and then reality sits in. It's almost like you're playing with house money at the casino, and the lines are going to be affected because people don't know who these call-ups are, but they usually play their asses off for a game, sometimes two. After that, water finds its level. They are kind of they are who they are, and then we can start the fade. But I kind of like, it's in baseball. I'll use a baseball analogy. I like that pitcher that gets called up from AAA. Usually he kicks ass in his first start. It's after that that we got to start uh, fading them and stuff like that. I haven't really factored the trade stuff into the lines, but you're right. Like With Ottawa, it was totally different. That's all stars on their team that are be traded. With the Kings, Kovalchuk, I don't think you'll make that much of a difference. But, yes, and the Rangers game today, those are quality players, quality parts, and it's multiple guys, so I would look at that. But you understand kind of where I'm coming from? I, I It's just I like to take – Something that doesn't look as promising, I like the call-up in baseball. I don't mind the kid from the American Hockey League, the first game. After that, though, George, that's when I change my opinion because they can't keep up that pace. It's usually adrenaline-based for a game or two tops.
2: Oh, no, I definitely get where you're going. I mean, especially in baseball, the reason why that pitcher generally does so well is there's no video of them. So, no one exactly. knows who's throwing, how fast he's throwing, what he likes. You know, and uh, so we always hear this with uh, professional players. They're creatures of habit. So, if they can't see somebody, they, I guess they think too much. Who the hell knows? So, yeah, I, I definitely get where you're going with that uh, as far as that's concerned here. it's This is it's a weird time of year. It's just a strange time of year. You know, we're about, what, 51 hours before the deadline now. And uh, I, I, I always say this, Cam, you know, players are human. To say, oh, no, I don't think about it, Bull. that's bull crap. You tell me Zuccarello, Hayes, and McQuaid aren't thinking about where they might be uh, living in two days? Of course they're thinking about it. Wayne Simmons, you know, or Mark Stone. This has to be on their mind. Other players. There's no way it's not. I mean, maybe you're happy about it. Maybe you can't wait to get the hell out of the place you're at now. You know, maybe yep. Mark Stone is, doing, is dancing at Jake, going, "Hey, I'm gonna get out of Ottawa. You know, this team sucks." You know, maybe I can go to Winnipeg and fight for a cup or go to uh, whatever, Columbus, Nashville, Boston, wherever it might be. You know, maybe thinking, oh, I'll get out of Canada. I'll make more money, whatever. So it could be a good thing as well here. But I always think it, it, it's on the back of players' minds because I'd be lying, you know. <laughs> if, you know if they, if they trade play players in our industry and I knew, well, there's a chance Cardano's going to trade you to, you know, Iowa. Iowa. Oh, great.
1: <laughs> going to Iowa. You but know, you, think about That's that. what I – that's what I said to the guy. So I'm waiting for Marenzi at the at Union Station there and uh, this guy, he goes uh, uh, he goes, hey Cam, whenever you noticed me from TV a long time ago, I, I, he goes uh, I'm going to Ottawa. I go, good for you man. And I go, poor bastard he's going to Ottawa. And he started laughing too. Like it was just one of those things it's like, yeah, it's 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 a place like it's government place. Like I'm not going to say it's bad or anything, but like, out of the places in the National Hockey League, it'd probably be at the bottom of my list. So I think a lot of guys would want to leave there. George, you know what i mean? saying and the rink it's in the middle of nowhere too it's just no thanks i think i'll bolt (laughs) you'd like to go to the bolts now wouldn't you yes 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 i would like to go to the bolts big time that's a team you want to go to hey we got a break coming up here me and george kurtz weekend fantasy update we'll go through some more hockey lines in the betting board after the break has another thing coming. Thanks, Sean. Welcome back. Weekend Fantasy Update. I'm Cam Stewart along with Long Island Rage George Kurtz. Let's get through some basketball scores early. We took Boston College at uh, plus 14, Clemson up eight right now, 33-25. A buck nine left in the first. Penn State up on Illinois on the road, 34-22. 453 left in the first. Great one here between number three Virginia and Louisville. Louisville, good, great start for the Cards. Uh, up 28 to 21 on a very good Virginia team. 404 in the first. Oklahoma, big big score. Hope you got the over right here. They got 42 points. They're up 42-28 on Texas. And so far so good, George. I got Marquette minus three. They're up 11. Let's keep the party going. Number 11 Marquette, 27-16 over Providence, 4.52 left. And another good one down in SEC country, tight one. LSU, the 13th-ranked Tigers, 29, 5th-ranked Tennessee, 28, 3.42 to go. in first, those are the college basketball scoreboard right now. And let's take a look at uh, the next game on our board as we go through the NHL betting card. We'll have some picks later on in the show as well for everybody. We'll make some money for you. Hopefully, we usually do pretty well uh, during the show. Hopefully, the night card will change uh, this time around uh, Georgie but we got uh, San Jose and Columbus great great game we talked about the earlier game it's Kings and Panthers this is a great game at 505 San Jose Sharks uh, fantastic road performance against the Pittsburgh Penguins Um, they are minus one and a half plus 180 Columbus at home plus one and a half minus 220 money line San Jose laying 30 cents jackets plus 110 over under six and a half Mm, San Jose, very good performance. I'm kind of looking at Columbus. I, I can, you know, I, I, as a small home dog. Uh, what do you think, Georgia? Uh, do, do you believe in the Jacks getting a take back against uh, SJ Sharky? They're a pretty uh, strong shark with a nasty bite. They are. And
2: listen, they they obliterated the uh, Penguins the other night. Uh, that was an impressive performance. It was a four nothing shutout for Martin Jones in that game. I mean, once again, Sharks are one of the best teams out west. Don't kid yourself. They're one of the best teams That was, and they may only get better. I don't expect them to make any significant additions by the deadline. I think their significant addition was Eric Carlson during the offseason. I think they'll make something, but nothing uh, all that big here. Certainly not Mark Stone or anyone like that. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, I think they're uh, – I'm sorry. Columbus Blue Jackets. I mean, it's second half of back-to-back nights. I understand last night was sort of, you know, that's sort of an off night too. you played Ottawa, right? Easy win, no problems there. But still, second half of back-to-back, you're against a a really good team, and I have to assume, once again, nothing confirmed yet, but I have to assume, Korpisalo in net tonight? Are they going to go back-to-back with Bobrovsky? You know, I was surprised that Bobrovsky played last night, for the reasons we just mentioned here. You're playing Ottawa. You or I could be in net, we'll beat Ottawa. You know, that's not a problem. Why wouldn't you have Korpisala go last night and have Bobrovsky fully rested for tonight? You know, or or, or once again, yeah. we've seen Tortorella. Tortorella's done this, you know, where he's actually played Bobrovsky back-to-back. So he doesn't always scare him. So maybe he's going to go back-to-back with him. Because once again, it was a light night for Bobrovsky. Coming up a shutout, played well. But still, yep. it's still back-to-back games. San Jose's playing so well here. I'm not. I'm, bottom line is, I'm not touching it. I'm not going to lay the goal on a half. You know, I'm not going to, and I'm not going to take the plus a goal and a half either, because I think San Jose is the better team. But I can see uh, the Blue Jackets, you know, Duchesne coming. He'll be fully ready to play here. I, I want, want to see what this team can do, but I don't, I don't think it's fair to judge him in this game. This is to- getting acclimated to uh, Matt Duchesne. I think it takes a little while.
1: Yeah, I, I you know I I'm looking at I'm looking at Columbus. I haven't pulled the trigger yet. I'm just uh, taking a look at those home dogs. They're very good to me. It's hard to go against San Jose too. They're very very solid. That's the thing. They play a perfect road game against Pittsburgh. They could do the same against Columbus. Not confident enough to bet them. Uh, looking at Columbus, can't pull the trigger. Very very tough game. I'm with you. Uh, I, I'm with you, George. I don't know what I'm going to do with this one. I might have to pass for now. Might have an opinion later as we dig a little bit deeper. But you know what? Nashville next game is 535. A lot of interesting, weird start times today. Colorado at Nashville. Nashville laying minus 195 money line. Puck uh, plus 165 for the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, Puck line, Nashville minus one and a half plus 135. Avalanche plus one and a half minus 60. Total in the game, six and a half. I'm telling you, George, I might make a move and I might uh, throw it into my dog kennel with, uh, with with my dogs with rabies. Not very attractive. To, he's not a friend to pet. He's going to bite you. Colorado at plus 165, 170 seems like a lot. I know Nashville's at home. I'm not laying 195, 200 with the Nashville Predators. Colorado could play with these guys. It's getting a long, hard look. I might pull the trigger at plus 170. What do you think? Uh, that's
2: crazy. Listen, I think Nashville probably wins the game. Colorado's Ottawa. Carl just the beat the crap out of Winnipeg. All right, I understand there's a rivalry there. That's but my Nashville's point. Winnipeg, like, right? I, this I doesn't think make any that, sense to think, me.
1: And I think Nashville to me, I'm going to tell you, like, just you know, in my opinion, I still think they're a little bit overrated. Like, they're a team. I've watched them enough this year. I think there's flaws in the game in, in their game. They're inconsistent pecker renee's okay but when he's bad he's really bad i think this is nuts you're giving me 70 cents with a colorado team that has kind of turned the corner as you said has beaten down the jets the it's a back-to-back sure but they scored five goals against chicago they won five to three last night laying 200 with nashville that doesn't seem like a good play to me i'm looking hard and long at colorado and hey if you like them on the puck line you only have to lay 55 60 cents at plus one and a half whatever it is for me it's colorado or nothing there george
2: I agree. I think I may have to bet Colorado, but just because it's the plus seventy, you know, I, I may not think they're going to win, but I'll just hope that they can it's stay in the game. Play. I don't need them to yeah, win. It's, right? It's, it's, that's kind of like value, it's it is a it's, value play.
1: It's like what me and Gabe talked about on the show. We were going through our picks on uh, Thursday show, and they had these lines because there's so many goals scored. He lost the bets, but I told him, I go, if you lose the bet, it's still a good bet. It was uh, the Pittsburgh uh, Pittsburgh San Jose game. It was minus one and a half, minus one and a half first period, minus 270. Are you nuts? Like, he took the under it was three to nothing, but you know what I mean? You're getting plus 240, 250 for if there's one goal in the game, if the goalies stay hot. And the same thing happened with, uh, it was uh, New Jersey and Ottawa that night. The game was actually scoreless for a long time, and they scored a couple goals late. And that was like minus one and a half, minus 240 or something. That is insane to me. Sometimes out of uh, betting, out of spite, or like out of a bad number, you just just have to do it because the number's way out of whack, and that's kind of what I feel like with this game.
2: Yeah, it's 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 strange. Sometimes you know, I know this is not true, but I I wonder if the if a wrong key was hit, (laughs) no one fact checked this or no one uh, double checked because, like I said, I, I think Nashville is the better team, but they're not demonstrably better. And as you said, yes, Colorado played last night, so it is the second half of back to back, but it was against Chicago. Not exactly a great team, so uh, yeah. I, 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 the more I think about it, the more I'm going to have to take color. It's it's a value bet. It it is. I understand it's a good chance. I not a good chance, but it's maybe a better than average chance that I will lose this bet. But because of the uh, the plus seven, I'm going to have to do it. I'm just I'm not going to have a choice here because I think this line's out of whack.
1: Yeah, it, it's out of whack. I kind of. Do you have an opinion of the total six and a half in this game? You see some goals. I can see some goals in this game. It's got a well, so,
2: so I, I think Nashville's going to score, you know, three to four minimum. Minimum. Uh, I think Colorado scores two to three minimum. So obviously, it's if it's four over. three, you, you got, yeah. yeah, you are your over pretty easy, and that's minimum. I think it could be much higher. You know, Colorado could score goals, and they are scoring again. They weren't scoring for a while. But now McKinnon, Rantanen, and Lindskog seem to have, uh, and they're not playing together. Or at least they weren't for the entire game last time. Maybe once again they they go back together. You never know what the coach is going to do there. But last time we saw that they were playing on different lines. Actually, all three on different lines. Uh, I don't think that sticks, mind you. I don't think they have a choice. But then again, this team is built more for, uh,
1: the really the power play than even strength. Yeah, uh, it's I I know exactly where you're coming from. I'm looking hard at Colorado. You make some really good points there, George. And uh, that one's going to be on some cards. It's very interesting. Very interesting. Big, big price there for Nashville. Going to find a way if Colorado can get it. And that's the thing. If you decide to put it like parlay it with a couple other things with a plus 170, your parlay goes up exponentially. You can really blow up the board and make some good money. Here's another one. It's rivalry night there, uh, George. We got the Leafs. Minus one ninety at home, but a rivalry game against the Montreal Canadiens. Lease minus minus one ninety, Montreal plus one sixty. I'll put Toronto in some uh, like I like them to win the game, but that's another line I think is much too high. Montreal can compete. It's a little bit too much for the Leafs. I think they probably get it done. I can't lay it at that. It's got to be parlayed with something. Uh, give me give me the Leafs to, to win, coming off a loss against Washington, but that number seems a little bit high. I probably would have put them at a buck sixty seventy, not uh, one ninety. What's your take?
2: Agreed and rivalries always scare me. In all sports by the way. You know, football, hockey, uh, the physical sports because just cuz one team is better than the other. Doesn't it's a rivalry. They they <laughs> they're, right they're up for it. They want to be they hate this team, right? They they just play the game differently now because it's a rivalry. So, uh, I don't see myself touching this straight up. I think I think the Maple do win the game. They're the better team. But I can see Montreal keeping this close. Carey Price could have a great game. You know, Mitchell has played well. Tatar scoring, Domi scoring, Gallagher had a hat trick the other night. They are playing well, and they're in the playoff hunt. So it's not like they don't have anything to play for here. Montreal actually, you can make it very easy, Montreal has to win this game more than uh, Toronto does, even though Montreal is only, what, three points behind Toronto in Correct. the uh, divisional race there. And Montreal uh, does have a game in hand there, so keep that in mind. So if you want to talk about importance, this game is much more important to Montreal. If they lose this game, you know, then they'll be five points behind and Toronto has a game in hand. Then you're probably not catching Toronto.
1: It, it, and both teams important. need to win because Boston's running away. Exactly. That's kind of the other thing that I was going to say, like Toronto um, losing games at home. You know, they've had a couple of tough losses. The Washington game left a sour taste when they were playing really, really well, putting major pressure on and Then Washington scored a shorthanded goal that burst the balloon in the party there. The Leafs are going to be angry tonight. They see Montreal breathing down their neck. Both teams are going to be fired up. Uh, total in the game, six. Usually in these rivalry games, uh, I've, I've watched them all. Usually these teams get together. It's like a five to three, five to four type of game. It's uh, I know the goaltenders are good with, good with Carey, Price, and Anderson, but in these games, uh, a lot of scoring chances. Uh, I could see the over, even though it's at six, George. You got uh, an opinion on the over or under total of this game?
2: I'm not going to touch it. Uh, if I had to, yeah, I'd lean towards the over as well. Maybe it was Torino Toronto would score goals. But it's Carey Price. You never know when he's going to have one of those magical nights Yeah, I'm not going to touch the over.
1: Yeah, that's the thing about Price. Yeah, he can stand on his head, and then it do- it doesn't even matter. Next game, we got the Stadium Series, George. And uh, very, very interesting game, the Battle of Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh- at philadelphia penguins laying 35 cents uh, flyers plus 115 we have an elliot sighting carter hart is going to be out for a while for philadelphia brian elliot is confirmed starting for the flyers i'm not sure if that's a good thing it could be a bad thing Uh, i think i just might have to already click it right now give me the penguins it seems like a very very reasonable price at 135 of a game they should win i understand the flyers they got some good players they are tough but uh, with elliot and net that's shaky. I almost like Pittsburgh at minus one and a half plus one eighty five, but it is a rivalry game.
2: Yeah, there are a couple things that caught. you mentioned Carter Hart, he's out for at least the next ten days with an injury, so we're not gonna see him for a while. And he was uh, what do we want to call it? On their, fire. Uh, their spark. Savior. He was, he was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for a while. They, they've lost way. a couple of games now. Hart's not playing as well, so maybe it doesn't matter here. But here's my problem. Um this this looks why why is it only thirty five cents? Uh, this looks I'm like a game scared. Pittsburgh should win fairly easily. My pro- And the other problem is this. Last I heard, man, this is the outdoor stadium series. Last I heard is they were supposed to give an update at 12 o'clock Eastern time. I haven't seen it about whether the game would even be played tonight or moved or whatever because there's a chance it's going to be drizzly. This ice could be terrible tonight. You know, once again, I don't live in Philadelphia. I live on Long Island, but I'm only about two, three hours away from Philly. It's a decent day here. I mean, it is not 20 degrees. It's about 40, 45. So uh, you know, I wonder how much effect this has on the ice as well. Yeah, you know, look at the temperature right now—41 degrees where I live. Uh, so it could be a couple of degrees warmer in Philly because I'm right off the water. So uh, I do wonder. If, like I said, if they're going to have problems with the ice. So I would keep that in mind as well. So there's no way I'm taking the over/under because I, if it's bad ice, it'll be tough to score goals here. I think Philly, uh, Pittsburgh on uh, a neutral ice wins this game easy. Because I think they're pissed at how they play against San Jose. I think Philadelphia is sort of coming down yeah. now. And Brian Elliott nets bad. That's not good. First game he's played in, what, a uh, first game he started in a few months here. Hart was their spark plug here. I love everything about Pittsburgh, but because of this other stadium series, because of that, I think the ice may be iffy tonight. I'm not going to be able to touch it.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to take a shot with, uh, I, 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 yeah, it's a, it's a weird line, but screw it. I'm all about it. I'm, I'm, ta- I'm taking Pittsburgh. You said it, George. You brought up another good point. They're coming off that loss to San Jose. Ill mood, a team that you hate. Both teams will be fired up, but Pittsburgh is the better team. Seems like a real nice price uh, to Elliott and Net for Philly. All signs point to Pittsburgh. We will see. Very. I hope it's not a trap line there. Next, George, late start your team. The Islanders still on the road uh, out west in the Canadian west there. Uh, tough loss against the Oilers. Now they're against the Canucks, laying 40 cents. Vancouver plus 120 over under five and a half. I I, I think I'm going to take a shot with the Islanders. What do you think, George? Well, the Cowboys just scored Dexter Coakley and intercepted. Oh, nice, uh, nice. Dexter Coakley, defensive defensive touchdown, too. You got your Cowboys as your uh, defensive uh, special teams. Uh, Nice, nice, George. I have the the Cowboys minus
2: 10 here. (laughs) I'm feeling pretty good.
1: That's awesome. That's the best. (laughs)
2: Feeling pretty good about this game. Oh.
1: I wish we could Anyway, could uh, yeah, back to the future hot tub time machine. God, it would be great. Would it be nice? Yeah, I've always thought about what do you think that. You know? I've yeah, thought about it too. It would be the
2: easiest way to make money if you if you went back in time and you knew everything. Would it be sporting events? Would you just put all your money in Apple and have to wait until they uh, really yeah. took off
1: there? I think you could diversify your portfolio. I think you could put it in Apple. Like, you'd know what stocks to buy. You'd also know every single big event. you just max out your bet. You know the Super Bowl results already. Like, you could just make life fun. You could just kind of go around and go, I'm going to make money this way. Oh, remember that Kentucky Derby? Oh, yeah, I remember that horse. Like, you know what I mean? You just make your life, uh, you, you dance around, have a lot of fun, go to different venues, you buy stock, you bet on sports. George sounds like a win-win to me. Everything's a winner. It does. It, it really does.
2: Uh, <laughs> I've, I've thought about that many times and how I would. Uh, like I said, you, you wouldn't know every single game, but you would certainly know the big games. Yeah, you know, you'd we remember yeah. me for the S- Super exactly. Bowls, World Series, uh, Stanley Cup, and that's how you would. Uh, you would cash in. Like I said, if, you, if you're going to be a lifer, you put in an Apple and whatever other big companies were uh, starting off, uh, from scratch back then, and you uh, just cash in. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> all right, I own this Canucks tonight. Uh, it's a game. i uh, this is perfect for me because I'm going out and I, I'll be home around 10 11. So I'll be home for the second period, perfect. And we'll watch, watch the end of this. The Islanders are a team that I'm curious to see what Lou Lamoriello is going to do, uh, Cam, because they obviously I'm wondering if the uh, the smoke and mirrors is running out. You know, it's, it's been they have played uh, trot the system perfectly all season long, yep, but the lack Damn. of goal scoring now is catching up to them. Right, they just don't have the goal scorer. Uh, I was surprised they didn't make a bigger offer for Duchesne. So I'm, I'm curious if Lamoureux feels the same way. And He's thinking, it doesn't matter who I add. We're still not a Stanley Cup contender. We're not going to beat Tampa. We're not going to beat Columbus. Yeah. Pittsburgh and Washington are going to be tough. And I wonder if he doesn't give up big-time assets for this big of what Islander fans really want. And if he doesn't, I'm okay with that, Ken, because I agree with him. I don't think it matters who the Islanders add. I don't think they're going to be a Stanley Cup contender this year, and I don't want to give away— Wallstrom, well, These top guys that could help you down the line here. But uh, that being said, the Islanders need help right now. Vancouver's not playing well either. Uh, we'll talk about this more after the break, but uh, I'm hedging tonight.
1: Hedging. Uh, uh, oh, George is busting out. Chop, chop, chop. He's got the Shearers out. Time to go for a hedge. Yeah, we also got Anaheim and Edmonton. I'm Cam Stewart, along with George Curtis, It's the weekend fantasy update. We're going to finish off the NHL board and get to more betting after the short break.